The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Maintaining a piece of history, a group's effort to preserve a historical East Austin Cemetery. Former President Donald Trump calling on supporters to protest why he believes he'll be arrested in a few days. Chilly day across the state with most of us in the 50s. We'll show you who has the best chance of freezing tonight in first warning weather. Hi everyone and thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. First tonight, no arrest so far in a stabbing near Rainy Street that left two people seriously hurt. Austin police say it happened around 1030 last night near Rainy and Driscoll Streets. Austin Travis County EMS says two adults were taken to a trauma center with serious injuries. Officers are still looking for a suspect. Now this is a developing story for the latest updates. Head to KXAN.com and click on this story. One man is dead after a shooting in North Austin early this morning. Police say it, uh, excuse me, police say that it uh, happened. There were gunshots on Dean Avenue near Georgian Acres just after 7. The man was declared dead at the scene. We do not know much about the victim at this time other than he was a man in his 30s. In a briefing this morning, Austin police said they couldn't give out any suspect information. Police are investigating this as Austin's 17th homicide this year. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. It, well, no, it actually wasn't very beautiful, was it? It was very cloudy outside. You know what I was thinking about was yesterday. It was yeah. a nice day. <laughs> well, you know, these days they blend They got to blend together, right? don't they? <laughs> uh, you can see it's gray outside in northwest Austin at the Palms Car Wash where we've got the clouds in place and it's going to remain gray here through the rest of the early evening and really most of the overnight hours as well. Temperatures uh, still in the 40s in portions of the hill country. You can see 42 in Fredericksburg and we've got 50s once you get into the northern hill country into the metro and into our eastern counties as well. We may have had some snow in Gillespie County this morning. We haven't had official reports of it. We saw it on radar though. If you were in Gillespie County and you saw snow, let us know. Report it at KXAN.com. Still a few sprinkles in the air in portions of Hayes County into Caldwell, Bastrop, and Fayette counties too. Most of us just stayed cloudy and dry though. There's a low 10% chance for a sprinkle into the early evening. 52 and cloudy at 7, 50 at 9, and 49 at 11. We may see some areas near or below freezing here tonight. We'll show you the areas most at risk for that. We'll show you a cold start to spring. And as we warm up yet another Thursday, Friday storm. All right, Nick, we'll see you in a bit. Thanks. Volunteers from local chapters of the Lynx Incorporated, an international organization of black women, hosted an event to help raise awareness of health disparities affecting African Americans. Compared to white Americans, black Americans are more likely to experience barriers when accessing health care, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation. Volunteers offered blood pressure screenings, free mammograms, fitness classes, healthy snacks, and information on the health disparities that affect their community. Our goal was to have a black family expo to kind of ex um, expose um, some of the health disparities and things that we can do about that so that to make a difference. Volunteers from the Lynx organization hope to have more of these types of events in the future.
doing what they can to preserve San Jose One, which is a historical East Austin cemetery. Jayla Washington shows us their efforts and explains why they're in it for the long haul. This cemetery has a lot of history. It has been around since the early 1900s, and it's primarily where Latino and indigenous families came to bury their loved ones. Now, it is completely kept up by community members and really special for a lot of people. The winter storm really caused some problems out here, slightly damaging some of the grave markers with fallen branches all over the grounds of San Jose One Cemetery. The grounds have been somewhat neglected over the years. Some headstones even completely covered by grown out shrubs and limbs. That's why somewhat recently a new community organization called the San Jose Montopolis Cemetery Association was founded. This place is a sacred burial site for some influential Latino and indigenous leaders in Austin. If you were low income, you needed a place to put your relatives. And so this was known as that's where you go. I have two relatives, at least two relatives buried in this cemetery. And then um, and I went looking for others at the other cemetery. But in that whole process of of discovering my my roots, um, I just saw a need for a bigger initiative to occur other than just individuals coming out here and taking care of, you know, one little area of land. The grassroots organization I just told you about really shouldering the responsibility of maintaining the cemetery grounds plans to come out here every spring as well as the fall. If you'd like to get involved, of course, we'll have all of these details over on KXAN.com. I'm reporting from East Austin, Jayla Washington, KXAN News. Former President Donald Trump says illegal leaks indicate that he will be arrested on Tuesday. He is now calling on supporters to protest. In posts on his social media platform, Truth Social, Trump referenced reports that he could soon face possible criminal charges in New York relating to a hush money payment to adult film star Stormy Daniels. NBC's Garrett Haig reports from West Palm Beach, Florida. Former President Trump telling his millions of followers on social media this morning that he expects to be indicted in New York City on Tuesday. His campaign following up saying he has no specific evidence that that's the case beyond news reports, including by NBC, that security officials, law enforcement officials in New York City are preparing for that possibility, which could come at the conclusion of a grand jury investigation into whether Mr. Trump paid hush money payments to an adult film actress who claimed she had an affair with the pre candidate Trump back in 2006, the payments in 2016, the investigation ongoing until now. An indictment of a former president would be a first in U.S. history, a momentous moment in both the national discourse and in the 2024 presidential campaign in which Mr. Trump is still a leading contender. Now, the former president called for protests uh, not specifically where, if indeed he is arrested or indicted. A lot of moving parts on this story. We'll be following it all day on NBC News. For now, I'm Garrett Hake, NBC News, West Palm Beach, Florida. Still to come, a museum dedicated to missteps in innovation, where you can find this exhibit celebrating famous failures. It's pretty easy to recognize and celebrate a win, but now there's a place highlighting failure. Adam Cooperstein explains why a new museum is showcasing shortcomings. Remember New Coke? Crystal Clear Pepsi? Betamax? Google Glass? How about the Rejuvenique mask? I remember late night infomercials with this creepy mask. A new museum in Brooklyn. Yay! 
is making sure these famous failures are not forgotten. Failure is more fun than success. The Museum of Failure is asking people to come fail with them at this Hall of Fame of flops in Industry City. It just makes you remember good times. Good times and bad ideas, like Four Loco, Laser Discs, and the Hula Chair. <laughs> the pop-up museum brings new life to the old adage, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. I wouldn't call Google a failure or Oreo a failure, but they do have failed products, and this is part of the whole idea that we just keep trying. Many of the products on display make you wonder, what were they thinking? Like jarts, lawn darts with metal tips. The problem here is that they're dangerous. 6,000 kids got hurt. Or the E.T. Atari game. This game go down, goes down in history as the worst game ever made. Museum founder Samuel West says even the plan for collecting these items was initially a failure itself. I thought, of course they'll send them to me. That was stupid. Uh, nobody sent anything to me. And I had to buy the stuff on eBay and Craigslist. You can see this collection of clunkers for yourself through May 14th, although it could get extended a month if the Museum of Failure is a success. Mike, let's hope we don't end up in there. <laughs> uh, 54 was our high today. We should be uh, 20 degrees warmer at 74 degrees. It was our coldest day since February 17th, 29 days ago. It was also this chilly. We are, however, transitioning towards spring, officially beginning Monday at 424 in the afternoon, but highs of only 57 then. We'll show you when it does warm up and our next chance for some rain and storms in first warning weather. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, 616 now on this coldest day in about a month, and we're still gray from our rock and dirt yard camera in Buda. Uh, we've already dropped out of the 50s into the 40s. Update on the pollen count if there's good news, uh, unless you like the cold, of course, is that we are down now to just two pollen uh, counts that we're looking at. Mold is low, oak is low. Both of these trending lower than yesterday, and we're down to just one page as well, which is nice. You see the chilly air across the state, 50s and 40s, even some 30s. And we expect some places will start the morning tomorrow at or below freezing. Notice where these temperatures are at 10. Widespread middle 40s, even some 30s already in parts of Gillespie, even Blanco County probably. And then notice how these numbers continue to fall to start your Sunday morning. We think you stay above freezing in the Austin metro and our eastern counties. But notice the places at freezing, Burnett, Lampasas, below freezing in Fredericksburg. There's going to be some communities in between those that are at or below freezing too. So uh, a light freeze possible for those of you in the hill country tomorrow morning. Middle and upper 40s, even some low 50s by noon tomorrow. And then the temperatures 
returning into the middle and upper 50s here tomorrow afternoon. And it should be the coldest morning of the next couple of mornings. So a couple of sprinkles left on clouds and radar. The radars looked worse than it has been in reality here today because there's been a lot of dry air near the ground. So not all the rain on radar actually reached the ground. And the same is probably true with some of the snow as well. It fell through the sky and dried up before reaching the ground. Uh, while the rain is dissipating, there's still going to be a lot of clouds that stay with us here through the night tonight and through the day tomorrow. But I'm cautiously optimistic we end up with a little more sun tomorrow than what we've had today, which has been none, right? Uh, 8 o'clock tonight, mostly cloudy skies. Some thinning in the clouds will only allow temperatures to drop more into tomorrow morning, and that's why we're expecting widespread 30s. A mostly cloudy first half of the day Sunday, but notice the clearing here for the afternoon. So we'll go with 38 tonight in Austin, mostly cloudy skies, but closer to freezing in the hill country. High of 58 tomorrow, mostly cloudy to partly sunny. So yes, you'll see the blue sky later in the day. Still going to be chilly though, and we're actually slightly colder on Monday down to 57. But Tuesday, transition day, we start seeing the warmer temperatures coming back. 69 and then 81 on Wednesday. We're looking ahead to later in the week. Looks like another round of Thursday, Friday wet weather with a cold front in the middle. There's your Thursday afternoon, some spotty showers and storms. Here comes the cold front middle of the night into Friday morning, and then that pushes away by late morning and into the afternoon. Early outlook for rain, a quarter inch to half an inch. Wouldn't be surprised if these amounts tick up. Uh, early heads up, though, there's a potential for severe weather. Right now, the Storm Prediction Center has that northwest of our area, but I wouldn't be surprised if that gets introduced into parts of central Texas. Look at that first warning weather seven-day forecast. You see, after the rain is done Friday morning, we do dry out with sunshine and a high of 81 by next Saturday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. All right, a chance for some history today for the Texas men's basketball team. A birth to the Sweet 16 on the line, and our Jonathan Thomas is there in Des Moines with the Longhorns. Jonathan, tip's probably going to be delayed because the game before is going along, but when things do get underway with Texas and Penn State, should be a very fun one there in Iowa. Yeah, for sure, Noah. As you said, the tip uh, the tip is going to probably be delayed. It was originally scheduled for 645. Kansas and Arkansas doing battle right now. It's a close game, 58-55 with about five minutes left in the second half. Westlake alum K.J. Adams for the Jayhawks, he's showing out. He's got 11 points and three rebounds, but he's in foul trouble, so he's got to watch out. Now, as for this matchup between Texas and Penn State, that's what I'm supposed to talk about. It's no surprise that Texas is playing Penn State. But it's a little surprising how the Nittany Lions got there, thrashing Texas A&M in round one. As for the Longhorns, they got to this round before bowing out to Purdue last year. Timmy Allen struggled immensely in that game, shooting one for six, scoring two points, and he fouled out. So a win would bring him personal redemption and, of course, bring the fans joy, something two things he is going to give his all to doing. I want to win. I want to win for the community. I want to feel the love. Um, I mean, just going back to Austin, like, after a win on, on the road and feeling that, I could only imagine what it would be like to go back headed to the six, Sweet 16. Um, I'm sure that would be a great feeling. But um, And just the winning tradition of Texas, we want to bring that back. Um, it's something we've always had the goal of doing, um, seeing, seeing different teams around campus go take pictures, winning championships in front of the tower, and we finally got to do that. I'm, say I could, I'm glad I could say I could do that once, but I want to do it again. Um, I was always waiting for that day, so I'm glad that happened. But um, I couldn't imagine what it would be like going to, back to Austin, head to the Sweet 16. So it's definitely something we're, 
We're checking for him. Yeah, and should they win, it will be the first trip to the Sweet 16 for the Longhorns since 2008. Well, from Des Moines, I'm Jonathan Thomas. Let's go back to you. All right, thank you, Jonathan. We'll keep you updated on that. Jalen Pickett, the star for Penn State. Elsewhere in the tournament today, Tennessee, led by former Texas coach Rick Barnes, beats Duke. Still to come, the UT women are getting things going today. How this last week has powered the burn orange is coming up. All right, welcome back. While well, the Longhorn men are wrapping up their second game in the tournament, the women will be set to take the floor for their first. Last weekend, this was the scene. Iowa State winning the Big 12 tournament crown. Since then, some well-deserved rests and some serious focus for the Longhorns, and they think this last week of practice has really helped them. You can just see a lot of the grit that we have. Um, we're, we're not going to just fall after, you know, losing a couple of games. We're, we're, we're willing to come back and... You know, practice is where it starts, and so in practice, you can just see, like, through every drill that we've been doing since the beginning of the season, like, it's gotten so much better. Like, just to see little stuff like that, those, those things matter, and so, um, like like you said, we, we do really kind of skyrocket in March, and um, we're, we're very ready. Texas baseball also gets a big win today at home, and they were very chilly. A lot of beanies outside today. It was not warm. You could have worn those here, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> the coldest day in a month uh, here in Central Texas. It's not going to be much warmer tomorrow, but we think we may manage a little bit of sunshine starting in the upper 30s, even in Austin to begin the day. A lot of clouds first half of the day, but then the sun comes out here uh, for tomorrow afternoon, warms us up to 58, which is actually warmer than it was today. And then we drop down to 57 Monday for the beginning of spring, but then upper 60s Tuesday, low 80s and upper 70s to round out our seven-day forecast. Highest chance of rain is going to be late Thursday night into Friday morning. All right. Thank you, Nick. And thank you all for watching. Hope you have a great night and join us back here at 10 o'clock. Take care.